1: This week, the hairy biker's agony uncles is brought to you by Manscaped. That's Manscaped, not landscapes. It's the best in below-the-waist men's grooming, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you yeah, definitely. Now, if you haven't heard of Manscaped,
2: this products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, in fact, Manscaped's performance package, oh yes,
1: is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, if you would like. Yeah, yeah. You can join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscapes. And we've got an exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free postage worldwide with the code HairyBikers at Manscaped.com. Bit of a paradox there, isn't it, really? It should be the not-so-hairy bikers, especially, you know, downstairs. Groomed, dude, groomed. Uh, Manscaped make
2: ideal Christmas presents, and with 20% off, as our Dave has just said, the performance
1: package four will make a great gift. Right now, inside this package, it's a box of treasures. You'll find their lawnmower number four trimmer. It's brilliant, actually, it does work on your beard as well, but just don't tell other people if you do their beard. Oh, Tasha's got one too. I have. Oh, no, don't. I won't be able to sleep at night. <laughs> You'll find the Lawn Mower 4 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, beautiful, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. So... (laughs) so
2: look let's be honest listen shaving your nudgers as we well know from bitter experience can be a risky business and while it's nice for a bloke to feel all clean and shaven down there the lawnmower four is the answer to reducing accidents and i have to say i
1: agree entirely yeah there'll be no nicks in your knickers now, if you order this performance package for, from Manscaped, you can also get the Weed Whacker. That's a nose and ear trimmer, which as you get older is very useful. And it's waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which help reduce nicks, snags and dugs on your delicate nose holes. I said nose
3: holes. I can vouch for the Weed Whacker. It's a fine thing. It's good. I mean, uh, for some reason, my nose has decided to grow more hair than anywhere else in my body. And this is a fine thing to, to manage it. So go for it.
1: So go on lads and lasses, get Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code hairybikers at manscaped.com That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com Use the code Hairy bikers, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
2: Right mate, now we've got our hairy bits under control, let's solve some problems. Posing the questions today, as always, it's the thin white duke, Mr Jeevesy, weavesy woozy woo, without any nasal hair.
3: Um, Hello Jeevesy. Hello, it's nice to see you, nice to talk to you all, and yes, uh, nasal hair number one, and it's, yeah, why does so much nasal hair suddenly appear when you suddenly reach a certain age, don't know. Secondly, um, thank you to everyone who got in touch about uh, the fireman in Trumpton, uh, it, from last, uh, last episode, it's been a contentious issue, but we can now uh, definitively say that it was, uh, unfortunately, sorry, si, you're wrong, it's Pew Pew, Barney McGrew was one person.
0: I was right. Oh, will. Yeah,
3: and then then there's Cuthbert and then there's Dibble and there's Grub. However, one very um uh, observant listener did call in and say, actually there aren't six, there are seven, because after mm. the six firemen came down the pole, oh. the station officer came out and stood at the front as well. No. So there Did was... anybody ever know his name? No. Uh was it or wasn't it wasn't he Grout? Or oh, have I made that up?
0: Oh I think I meant anyway, Grout. It up. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I might have
3: made that up. Uh, oh I'm thinking of tiling anyway so thank you to everyone who got in touch but we have some splendid problems for you to uh, go through this week
1: and here she is the lady who liked morning rolls well rolls royces that is it's posh tash hello my darling
0: Morning, morning. I do like a morning roll, I will say.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Indeed. Toasted or oh, with <laughs> I won't
2: mention. I, I like it well trimmed.
1: You missed the point there, sorry. I was <laughs> just <laughs> oh, saying, well, there's, there's no orangutan's armpits going on downstairs with us lot now, is there? It's all tidy. No. Right. I shall press the button, Kingy. Go on, bro. Go on. Get your jingle finger going.
3: Bongong, ba dong, dong, dong. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy jackanory? Because I heard your advice is the best. In this week's collection of calamities, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh you're going to be weaving your wonder over these troubling issues. We have... Porridge problems. We have alone in the tune, we have bored, 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 and we have the phone fail in Confidential Corner. But we're going to start off with uh, porridge problems. This comes from Brian, who says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, I'm 53 and a bit grumpy, as my wife is insisting that I need to lose a few pounds on the grounds of a having clothes that don't fit anymore, and B, apparently I'm a bit heavy for the old rumpy-pumpy and she doesn't want to be on top all the time. Uh, So I'm armed with your dieters' books and I'm making a start, but one thing I'm going to struggle with is breakfast. You see, breakfast is my favourite meal. And my daily regular is porridge. A large bowl of porridge made entirely with milk, with brown sugar added, and finally, a few spoons of double cream, or at the weekend as a treat, a tin of bird's custard. What? (laughs) I've never thought about it, but my wife (laughs) reckons it's about 1,200 calories a bowl. Now, I only have 2,100 calories for the whole day now, so I have to change it, but I don't know how to go about this. I've tried porridge on its own, made with water, and it's like eating sawdust. So any tips on how I can pep up my porridge without adding the calories would be great, says Brian. Thank you. Brian, over to you.
1: Well, Brian, Brian, you're, you're taking a healthy oatmeal slow release carbohydrate and turn it into a catastrophe. <laughs> um, well, first step, what I would do is what I, I do to lower the calorie count is, well, get good porridge oats, one thing, not the instant ones. I like a nice steel cut Irish oat and um, you, you get a better texture with that. But then sometimes I, I, I make it using like oat milk or plant-based milks and it tastes just as good and it's creamy and that lowers the calories down. And obviously putting double cream in, is never gonna work um sometimes put yogurt on the top fruit in it
0: yeah what about uh, isn't um, isn't oat milk quite high in sugar though I mean I'm, I'm an oat milk fan but I, I always struggle with the sugar level in it I don't know about the fat content but yeah it's quite quite sugary as well but I, I'd say put raisins in the porridge obviously culinary corner you all come to Tash for this this corner I know you don't come to the bikers for this one but I I would I would <laughs> stick um I'd stick raisins in it for a sweet kick and they're quite healthy aren't they a dried fruit
2: Mm-hmm. yeah i think i i I like that I like the odd raisin in me porridge um yeah and uh, oat milk soy milk there's almond milk there's all sorts of milks I didn't even know that you milk an <laughs> almond but apparently you can so um it 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 yeah i I, I just think get creative but not knock, <laughs> knock out the knock out the gold top milk and double cream dude <laughs> and yeah.
1: berries berries are good. My was used to make her porridge uh, anyway, and it was always half and half, so she used half milk, half water. And, you know, by doing yeah. that, you, you you can keep your milk, but just go it by degrees like that, but just half milk, half water. I think you'll find it rather lovely. Um, I, I like to bury like a nana in the bottom, then the porridge, then blueberries on mm-hmm. top, and maybe a bit of honey on that really. It's nice, but half and half's good.
0: Yeah, maybe. I
1: mean, obviously, Brian, you're dis- destroying yourself.
0: Yeah, I think maybe he just starts, but maybe start slowly, cut down a little bit. I mean, let's let's leave the custard aside at the weekend. You can put that aside, can't you? We can put the full fat milk egg. aside and go for yeah. semi skimmed. Yeah, you can stop having all the big sugars and put the fresh fruit in and get the natural sugars. So I think there are ways you can cut down definitely on that one. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and, and if you you know, and if your rumpy pumpy's been sort of you know curtailed because of your uh, because of the size of your belly, dude. Uh, you know, you just need to.
0: Yeah. You know, the hell, how's the hell's he going to get down to his bits with his manscaped? You know, he's not going to be able to see it to shape it. So you know. Oh
2: yeah. well, it's, you know, as soon as it gets into shadow, you know you're <laughs> onto a losing battle.
1: <laughs> but but there are other breakfasts apart from porridge. Yes. <laughs> like in our dieters book, remember one that I used for a while, and it was crumpets. Yeah. You'd have a toasted crumpet, forget the butter, just with yogurt and fresh berries, and that, that goes down a storm. Mm. You know, it's it's really good. No, it was good, that. Um, eh? And, yeah. you know, we actually made made our own, like, area Biker's muffins, didn't we? Like like a mac muffin. But with, with, with half a muffin, make your own sausage patty out of Cumberland sausage, but beat it so it's flat. There was an egg on the top, and the calorie count came up well then. It actually felt as though you are eating... Something really kind of naughty.
0: Do you guys do a recipe for um? I like doing homemade granola. You know when you stick all your oats and your nuts and things in the oven and toast it on a tray. And yeah. That's really lovely. And gives you a sweet kick. Yeah. Um, and with a bit of Greek yogurt on top, it's lovely. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I quite
1: like agave syrup as well. You know, some people now there's all sort of controversy over every kind of sugar substitute. So I don't know whether they should recommend it or not. But agave syrup's, you know, it's natural and it, it will give you that kind of sweet kick in your porridge. Um, or, on your, or on your granola, um, but yeah. But now, now I've got my auger, I'm, I'm into overnight oats. Yeah. You
3: know?
1: <laughs> I'm just leave it, I leave it in the slow oven overnight, and when I wake up in the morning, Bob's your uncle. I've got to admit, I, the, the brand I like is that Flanagan's. Is it of Flanagan's? The Irish oats, the really chunky ones. I love so them. Yeah. They're great. Um, oh, yeah. Either. And you can get it in the supermarket yeah, because you, you get a bit of chew with those, don't you? Yeah. Steel cut oatmeal. That. I don't like that. But yeah, no, it's, 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 oh, it is it's porridge season now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm not Definitely. a fan, I'll be honest. Porridge is not for me. I, I don't like, I've never had dairy products particularly, so I now have just gone to oat milk. But I've always done porridge with water and I'm a little bit with Brian on that one. It is a bit like sawdust when you have it with water.
1: Well, no, so you use half milk, half water. Yeah. Uh, but, but oat milk works great. So any any of the plant-based milks work great with porridge.
0: Yeah, I'll try again. I'll try with you, Brian.
3: Well, thank you. There we go, Brian. There's plenty of, uh, plenty of choice for you there, and uh, let's hope that your uh, tummy gets a little bit smaller very soon. The thing is, Brian,
1: keep using your spurtle, and if you're north of the body, you'll know what a spurtle <laughs> is.
0: What were you going to
3: say, then?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was say. No spurtle! It's, 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 it's like the stick thing you use for stirring your porridge. As they say, it's near the size of the spurtle, it's the way you stir your porridge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's Holden. true. What, is a what does a spurtle look like? A spoon or is it like, a, is it just a stick?
1: No, no, it's like a stick with a little flat end. It's got a t- flat end. A spoon. <laughs> no, no, it's not a spoon at all. It's not a it's spoon, Tash. <laughs> it's almost like a bit of dowel. Some of them are quite decorative because the house would have a spurtle. And uh, I remember when I lived in Scotland and had my little antique shop, you're getting like 18th, 19th century porridge bowls of brilliant, oh. really quite big and wholesome, you know. Um, lovely, I used, to love, I used to sell a lot of porridge bowls and spurtles
0: I might, um, I might ask for a spurtle for Christmas Just because it's quite fun to say <laughs> Someone goes, what do you want? I want a spurtle No one's going to have a clue, really, apart from you
2: two <laughs> Well, and, you know, <laughs> half the country
1: like, you know,
0: sorry, Scotland, yeah. like, they know <laughs> Not in Surrey, we don't yeah. know what a spurtle is down here
3: You soon will
0: <laughs> I will <laughs> Food
3: makes everything better our next issue uh, is called uh, Alone in the Tune," And this one is, uh, well, it's, it's coming from Danny, who said, don't change my name, because uh, if this is read out on the podcast, I'll be playing it to everyone. Uncle Si, Uncle Dave, Poshtash, and the velvety voice, thin white duke. She wrote that, not me. Not so much of a problem, she says, but I'm looking for some reassurance, please, and I'm very hoping Uncle Si can help with this as it relates to his neck of the woods. I'm going to see Agony Uncle Extraordinaire and Harry Biker, Cy si King and the King Cush Band in Newcastle Yay. next week. I'm so very excited. Uh, 17th of uh, November, by the way, if you're, if you're listening in time on this podcast. Um, but the friend that was going to come with me has had to cancel. None of my other friends can come as they've got other things on or childcare issues or can't get the time off work. This isn't a major problem, though, as I'm really looking forward to seeing the band regardless, and I'm going to be going by myself. So far, so good, right? Wrong. My nearest and dearest have collectively lost their minds about this and they're saying, you can't do that. It's not safe for a woman to go to a gig on her own in a city 200 miles away. I live in Warsaw in the West Midlands. I'm not sure what they think I'm planning on doing. And I'm not completely stupid. (laughs) I've booked a hotel. I'm not intending on roaming the streets on my own in the dark. I'm sure they have taxis in Newcastle. I just want to have a great night bopping along to a band that I've wanted to see for a long time now. Plus, whenever I've been in the tune in the past, the people have always been really friendly. So, I'm sure there'll be people at the gig that I can chat to. It still isn't working for them, though. And they aren't happy saying, what if something happens to you? My argument is, well, if you go on that sort of theory, then you never leave the house. So, my choices are, either go and see the band on my own, or I don't. What do I do? Please, please, give me some reassurance that the chances are I'll be fine. And we'll have a nice time in Newcastle, along with having a great time bopping along to King Kush. Thanks for the brilliant podcast. Don't ever stop. Lots of love. Danny, over to you.
2: Well, Danny, it's Newcastle. You'll always have a good time. And where Hoochie Coochie is, the club, it's fab because it's really quite intimate and everybody just, well, it's Newcastle. Everybody just gets along, you know, and, and, and you'll be as safe as houses. It's it's a great city and it's a it's a Thursday night on a Thursday night at at the hoochie coochie oh, man you'll you'll yeah, be
0: size there be fine. it's going to be okay absolutely
2: fine don't worry about it come up yeah. And I'll look after you. Just let us come to the front of the stage, let us know who you are, and I'll point you into a, a direction of a group of people that will get you drunk and see you back to your hotel just smashing.
0: Well, I'd say that's, that's where you're not safe, and that's when I'm with your family, so let's, let's avoid that. Heed <laughs> <laughs> the advice. I'd stay at the back of the audience. <laughs> near the exit quick escape <laughs> um, I'd go no I no don't
2: do that <laughs> I
0: wouldn't be scared I think it's I, things I love to do I love to go to the cinema on my own I think if you love something and you're with you're going to be standing in a crowd of people that all love the band too having a great time you're not alone it's going to be absolutely fine and you know nowadays you get taxis and you get you to your door to door I think it's crazy you're a grown woman go somewhere on your own and have fun people travel the world on their own
2: <laughs> it is it's a safe city honestly you, you, you'll be absolutely Absolutely fine and um yeah do it and then if you if you go up to the front of the stage let us know who you are and we'll point you and we'll point you to some good people and everybody's there it's like minded it's for a great cause like i say it's for kids that's gone through the judicial system that has very that have uh, have had very little chance in life so it's it's full of lawyers and judges so uh, the, the the whole place so you should be all right danny you should be all right
0: there'll be all the other screaming single women with you there as well Shouting size name loudly at the front.
2: Shouting at Danny, the saxophone player. I Even oh. I shout at Danny, the saxophone oh. player. I'm like, I even I fancy him. You know. Oh,
0: I'd like to meet him. So you'll
2: have a you'll you'll have a great you'll have a great night you'll have a great
3: night. Any far. advice for a single uh, single lady out on the town in uh, in Newcastle, Uncle Dave? Yes, I would say
1: avoid the big market on a Saturday night. As one night I was with Mister King and I ended up chained to a lamppost with my trousers around my ankles. Um, <laughs> you know, it was all in the pursuit of entertainment um but it was quite harrowing experience really um you know it does get a bit raucous there i mean we did have to suspend filming
0: was that sigh that tied you dave
1: yes it might have been yes until i apologised for saying that um it was oh we were just having a crack about the town and he was he was waxy lyrical about newcastle and i said and i just said jokingly well it's not exactly florence is it next thing i knew there i was (laughs) tied to a lamppost and be kicked around my ankle on the quayside until I apologise for defaming the great tune. <laughs> and what was funny, what was funny, Dave's going, Kingy, Kingy, I
2: know, but look man, there's all these people and there was all these people in this bar across the road going,
1: is that Dave from a hairy baguette with his trousers down his ankles tied to a lamppost? <laughs> It was for the telly, may I admit. It was something we yeah, did on was. the telly. It wasn't just for casual entertainment.
0: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, we wouldn't do that. You know, it's a great student town as well. So obviously there are lots of lots of young people and having a jolly good time safely. Yeah, it, it, honestly, honestly,
2: Danny, you'll be you'll you'll be absolutely fine. And like I say, if you come up and let us know who you are. Me, me and the band'll uh, look after you. Excellent. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound right. No. You. No. <laughs> anyway, you'll be fine, and you'll have a lovely time. You'll have a lovely Did time. Like- it's <laughs> a lovely venue. It's really intimate. It's a nice gig. It's full of judges and lawyers and all that sort of stuff. <clears> so <throat> you'll you'll have a you'll have a laugh.
0: Yeah, and your family are going to be jealous, I reckon.
3: Yeah, I think so. Your family will be jealous. Uh, yeah. un- unless, of course, you tell them about Dave being chained to a lamppost with his trousers around his ankles. Probably leave that bit out, I would say, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: when, when you're That's telling really them all of it.
1: It's probably on YouTube somewhere, I expect. <laughs> 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 we're going to film, actually. Do you remember? this? Do you remember when we were talking about this, we thought it was funny, you know, it, it, was, it was in the area. Bikers Come Home, a winter special. And actually the first one was, it cuts for me, in, you know, like going about Newcastle architecture. And then there was a cut to me, in, in theory, I was going to be hanging by a rope from the Tyne Bridge and sigh with a knife, saying, oh. what did you say? What did you say? Anyway... I was up for that. Now, I thought they'd organise kind of like stuntmen and do you know what I mean? And do it properly with people. Anyway, they were going to get the local scout... Yeah, apparently the local scout troop do abseil off Tyne Bridge. They were going to get the local <laughs> scout troop to hang me over Tyne Bridge, which, which actually I thought, no, nah, not really, with no insurance whatsoever. Um, I thought, I'd, I'd give that one a miss, so trousers down my ankles, tied to a lamppost, was infinitely preferable torture.
0: God, that's bad. bad two situations. I
1: remember that, yeah. <laughs> that's a <That's> true story. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It well, is. I, You know, Chip, you know, we were all about, so who's going to do this? To do have a court stunt coordinator? No, no, um, you'll be all right. What? Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't, I'd only just, Lillardon just moved over. I didn't want to be a widow quite so soon.
0: Just an embarrassed wife instead. <laughs> just trousers around your ankles. <laughs>
3: If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncle's a line. Our next problem is called Bored, Bored, Bored. It's just called that. Now we need uh, one male and one female name. So Uncle Dave, a male name, please. Uncle Cy si, a female name. Like right, Henry, Alison. OK, Henry and Alison. This comes from Alison. Alison says, Dear Uncle Cy, si, Uncle Dave and the lovely Posh Tash. I'm bored and I don't know what to do. Mm. I've been married to Henry for 27 years. And since our daughter moved out 18 months ago, I've realised that we have settled into a boring routine of boredom. Henry works until 5.30 every day, arrives home about 6, and we have dinner while listening to The Archers. He washes up. I sit down. The telly goes on. We watch some rubbish or other. He falls asleep. I go to bed about 10. He follows me up about 11. Every day is the same, apart from Saturday when we go to Tesco, and buy exactly the same things we did last week. or oh, on Sunday, when my daughter comes over for lunch. I suggest last week that instead of the usual Saturday, we go out for the day, have a meal, go to the cinema. Henry looked at me like I'd just landed, and said, but when would we go to Tesco? I said we could go on Sunday, but this was deemed to be a mad, outlandish sort of suggestion. I love him, and we rub along well together, but I'm totally bored stupid, and need to try and pep things up with our Henry. Please help. Over to you.
1: I don't know what you're complaining about. He does the washing up. <laughs> you know, what's wrong with Henry? <laughs> Seems to have a perfectly reasonable pattern, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what you're whinging about.
0: He sounds boring, doesn't yeah. he, really? Doesn't he, Dave? You've got oh to God.
2: admit it. I, I, yeah. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. I'll I, I tell you what you could do. You could put a tab of acid in his teeth. <laughs> That'll pep him up.
0: Always a good one from Si. Yep, good one oh. there.
2: Woo! <laughs> I tell you what, there he would be flying around in a bit ba- on a baked bean around your front room. <laughs> it would be great. Um,
1: I, oh, hey man, what? I don't know what. Oh, they have got into a rut, haven't they? Yeah. And that, that like is a, a slow decline. You, you need to just break that pattern, that that mm. kind of boredom. Do something, you know. Even if it's just to go out instead of eat at home. Yeah. You know, midweek, be reckless. Go and have a pizza. Elon, instead of Tesco's, find another supermarket, yeah, small right. steps, baby steps.
0: I agree. I was just going to say those exact words, Dave, small baby steps. Rather than have to change the whole thing, find that small thing that just makes a difference and then you build on it. I'm doing the sensible answer, but I think you're exactly right. Yeah, a little Tuesday night treat, you know, maybe that's what it's going to be. Or maybe she needs to pull the plug out of the TV or we'll turn the Wi-Fi off, you know, and then there's no TV, then they've got to have a conversation, then they can talk about what they might want to do. All you see,
2: fundamentally, what's going, what, how this is heading is Alison's going to have an affair because she's so yeah. bored, yeah, just so she can feel alive again and 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 noticed and all of those things. So Henry, mm. get your slippers off, get your dancing shoes on, and take that lass out.
0: Do you know what? So you're right, though. The point is yeah. she's being very loyal wife there. She's staying in. She's doing the, the cooking. She's sitting down. She's watching the TV with him. And do you know what? She can go out like our lovely last uh, person. Go out on your own. You know, does it have to be with him? Call a friend and go out. And he'll soon start to realise that when he's sitting at home on his own, that life isn't quite as fun and it doesn't have to be an affair. Go out with a good friend. Go and have your one night a week out. So she needs a break. So rather than forcing him to break the routine, she breaks the routine and he'll start to have to adapt and that'll be the way forward.
1: I think that's bang on. And
0: maybe,
1: yeah, maybe Henry's bored too. Maybe it's not all one-sided. True. Maybe they yeah. both got into a rut you know maybe henry just comes home and the predictable's comfy and everything and you know or maybe henry's knackered you know maybe there's something underlying problems there really at work you know so he just mm-hmm. just comes home and he's wrecked and the familiarity but I, I know i know people can get into a rut and i think you know during lockdown as well you know we we all had to get into a rut like that but you know the the endless box sets and the telly it did wear thin after a while didn't it you yeah. know yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm. And done baking banana bread. Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do think... I, I did that last night, actually. I do think, though, that you do get sort of... Um, you we've, we've all got a lot more comfortable being at home because of COVID and lockdown. I think we're all... We do know where mm. we... We've, we've all now got our favourite chair. I think my dad had his favourite chair you know, he'd come in from work and sit and that was his spot. I think from COVID, we've all got our corners of the house and all our little routines that have been pretty hard to shake. And I do actually think they are bizarrely quite comforting still. And I, I might sort of, I might be with him a little bit. There are a few things I do still that I suddenly realised I would never have done before COVID, you know, but I, I do now because I think they're my, that's my go-to escapism and not have to go out.
2: And and you know what, it's that's okay as long as you recognise it, yeah. and then you go, okay, I, look, I, yes, yes, sweetheart, I know. I know it's all a bit boring. I know it's all a bit, th- let's, let's, you know, just, I mean, like, even a day out, I don't know, go for it, go for it. Just, like, something so simple, like a yeah. walk, just something to break yeah. the, and, and, and also the nights are getting longer, aren't they? So, yeah. So you just you, you you kind of don't want to. So just go out and socialise a bit, and as you say, touch Dave, see see some mates, uh, or, or just yeah just something.
1: It, it's funny that this year since since April when I started the chemo, my, my life has been such a routine, and mm. you know it's only now um, I'm starting to like feel for Lil and stick my head above the parapet a little bit. You know, even if it's just going down to of the course. pub and having one pint, it's just actually making those steps. It's quite hard, actually. It's quite hard actually yes. going out um, yeah. when you've been in a position like I've been in. Um, but, you know, like last night, uh, like last week, we went for dinner. And um, nice. it, it was, I had to I had to kind of push myself, but it was worth it for, for both of us, you know, and I was knackered. Mm. Um, yeah. But I think that's, that's it, you know. We, we are aware that... You know, even we know that the supper at seven thirty and the box set isn't enough, really. You know, we need a bit more, and you know, it's we need to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I think though, with yours, Dave, though, at least it's understandable. It's a period of time. It's a process of trying to get through something. You know, there's an there's a hope at the end of the tunnel. All hmm. those kind of things. Whereas these two, they're just, you know, it's there's a never-ending tunnel of just same routine and I think that's you know and they're not no one's looking to try and change it or come above the parapet you know that's the problem no they're going to to Tesco's to buy the same ingredients every week I mean even splash out and have a different brand I mean it seems that simple doesn't it
2: I think as well though that um yeah I think as well that 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 you fall into a choice without knowing it don't you You know you kind of With that sort of same... same, There's no spontaneity. There's no, you know, it's
0: just a bit... There's nothing to look forward to. That's the point. And everyone's... We live live life and we work to live, really. We shouldn't live to work. And there's there's those little things Mm. that can make such a big difference. I mean, I've always said to my husband, he's not very good at making me a cup of tea, if I'm honest. And I was going, making me a simple cup of tea changes my mood you've got no idea just you know if you're making one you make me one it changes my mood for the next two days you just might get lucky tomorrow because you made me a cup of tea but if you don't it just it just feels like oh it's never ending the same old I'll make my own I'm being a bit bit of therapy in my own marriage here but you know roughly <laughs> it's little things that make like, make actually a, a big difference and I think that's the that's the key
1: all it takes yeah. is a pot of tea to keep you happy Tash
0: <laughs> so maybe Henry should
1: come round to your house <laughs> you can go and buy some PG tips at Tesco's on a on a Saturday afternoon result happiness. <laughs> or or you could buy Yorkshire goo.
2: Oh. 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 Oh,
0: really? i might have to try
3: oh, that. A I'm tea. a PG tips girl. Oh, it's nice. Oh. Oh, it's nice, Yorkshire Gold. Yorkshire Gold. Yorkshire Gold, Gold, our next sponsor. Yes,
0: I did my husband's Christmas (laughs) list for
3: me. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk, don't get drunk, just send an email, just send an email, to the Agony Uncles. uncles. It's time to go to Confidential Corner. And for this uh, one, we need not one, but two ladies' names, two ladies' names. And we're going to ask Tash. For two ladies' names because she doesn't Knew like giving them. Oh, she's been preparing. Here we go.
0: No, no, I haven't. I just picked up the manscape thing. So it says, let's get mowings. So that's no good to me. No. I am going with. Yes. Lydia.
3: Lydia. Ooh.
0: And I'm going with. Joe.
3: Uh, this comes from Lydia, who says, Dear Uncle Cy si and Uncle Dave and poshtash, some advice is required, please, as I've done something rather stupid. <sighs> And before I admit anything to my other half, Joe, I need to plan a course of action. I have a bit of a reputation, you see, as a phone destroyer. I don't mean to, but it just happens. My partner, Joe, bought me my first iPhone years ago when they first came out. I was thrilled and then dropped it onto a concrete driveway after two days and broke it. Since then, I've left a phone on a car roof and driven off, Uh, I've dropped one over the side of a cross-channel ferry while taking a photo, and I've accidentally cooked one, having failed to notice that it fell into the roasting tin before I put a chicken on top of it. The insurance stopped paying up after that one, so Joe got me my last new foe with a dire warning (laughs) that this is absolutely the last and I was to take good care of it. And I did. For ten whole days. Today, however, it was in my jeans back pocket, and I don't know how, but I sat on the loo with my trousers down. Then I stood up, and it fell out of my jeans pocket into the toilet, and I didn't notice this for about two hours. So the phone is well and truly dead. I've had it on the radiator for a while now, but it still doesn't work. Joe's going to be home at the weekend. What do I do? Asks Lydia. Over to you. Oh,
0: Oh, can I step in here? Because, Lydia, guess what I did on Saturday night? I bent down to go to the loo, and my phone dropped out of my back pocket and went straight down it. No! So I am absolutely with you. Oh, no, I did exactly the same thing. Oh, no, no. Mortified. However, I saved mine after a few seconds, so it was wet and miserable and, and died to death. But I, I've looked everything up, and I put it in rice, which is always a good start. Don't put it on a radiator, they say, because it's too hot. They rice. say cold air, up, cold air up the portal whatever it's called yeah, a bag of rice a bag of rice and I'm now 48 hours and it's not brilliant but I'm I've got usage back again it just had to dry out for more than 24 to 48 hours so it it, it, it does survive and apparently iPhones if hers is an iPhone they are meant to be able to go in water for 20 minutes and survive
2: Wow
0: so there's my advice wow. but otherwise wow. I agree I'd run scared because my husband was furious with me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I just bought one of those indestructible waterproof cases. You know, oh. it was quite expensive, but it's waterproof, submergible, and idiot-proof. Because I, 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 went through a, a phase of uh, smashing phones. Uh, what, what, what? I did my accidents was I, I was doing a lot of DIY, and you know, it was like a spirit level app. Oh, yeah. So I'd be propping the phone up on a piece of wood, and it'd fall off and shatter. Oh yeah. Um, Till I bought an indestructible case. Well, you used to have a phone I remember when you were working king it was called a tough phone do you remember those they don't do them anymore do. do they we could drive no. over them <laughs> and i did
2: on numerous occasions and and they yeah. were brilliant i think it was nokia wasn't it mate nokia used to do them it's like yeah brilliant. they look like you're surrounded yeah. by a rubber tire
1: <laughs>
2: yeah they were brilliant absolutely brilliant. Um so yeah, I I I I think the thing is with these phones, aren't they? They're so tactile and slippy. You know. Yeah. They're like those sweets that your granny used to tell you that you couldn't suck in case you choked. <laughs> you had to chew them up. You know what I mean? And and they yeah, yeah they just go I, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's um, it.
0: Goodbye. Yeah. Good night, Irene. I yeah. think the problem is. I think the problem no, is I, that we have it in our hand too much. We all have our phones all the time. So I suddenly realised why was my phone in that pocket? Really, why does it have to be on me all the time? We never ever put them down. There are. It's like when I when it broke, it was like a limb I just lost, and that is so sad. It's.
2: It's. Do you know what? What was really interesting? I was stuck in traffic the other day, right? And every single person that walked uh, across the pedestrian crossing was like that.
0: Yeah, head down.
2: Hmm. Like literally, um, there wasn't one person that that was paying a just that was just either talking on the phone, looking at the phone, and not one. And I, it, and it was kind of like, what? yeah,
0: it's crazy. Really, it's really frustrating. But I think I I'm the first person to nag people. Go oh, look at them. They're not concentrating. They didn't see the car. I'm like you, but I'm guilty. I realised that the moment that phone was broken, I was lost. I didn't know what to do with myself. It's it's really wrong, and I and I and I realise that when my kids come home, my head's always down. On you know, I I, I kind of talk looking downwards because I'm so busy doing a text, and then I look up again. And yeah, so I I have made a bit of a pact with myself actually to just put it down if I don't need it. I just if I'm going upstairs to the loo, why does it need to be in my back pocket? Leave it downstairs. You know, silly things like that.
1: Yeah, um, and phones in the bedroom, I think, are dreadful. Yeah. Should be left outside. Apart from that, for health and everything, yeah. you know, it's just wrong, you know, checking your emails when you first wake up. But what's interesting is that um, Lydia's, she's worried more about, it's her phone, which is lost, but she's worried more about Joe's reaction. I think that's so funny because, I, I, you know, yeah. if, you, if you break something that's yours, you're suffering. But why is it that you're frightened of your partner's reaction? That seems quite odd, really. Maybe they
0: share finances.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then get an indestructible case. Oh. Then you can toss it around, do what you want and drop it down the loo. You can go swimming with it. You can watch films underwater. Can you really though, Dave? Yeah.
0: Is yours really, your case really waterproof and it will bounceable. Is it just, is, it, can you still touch the screen? Yeah, I've had the phone for ages. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. It works very well.
0: Might look into that. Yeah. But, I uh, had
1: one of those, you know those otter things, Dave? Yeah, <laughs> otter boxes, yeah.
2: Yeah, aren't they boxes? The only thing is, though, it was so good, I couldn't bloody hear anybody.
0: <laughs> you know, it was so
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, and, and it was amazing. It was really amazing. They're brilliant products, but I just, I, I think it might have been me. Yeah. <laughs> I must have put it in wrong or something.
1: There's a, there's a company called Punk Cases, and I paid for it, so I'm not being bad, but Punk Cases, and that was the one that I got. That, that was waterproof and it, it did function very well. And it okay. said, you know, I could drop the phone and it was fine, um, which I did repeatedly and still do. I mean, like me and Kingy, when we're on the road, they take some hammer in the phones, you know, because obviously we're not on the phones yeah. when we're on the bikes. that are stuffed in a pocket or a saddle no. bag. Um, yeah. You know, you've got to have some protection with them. I, uh, I had, I, I, I got this,
2: this, and it's, it's like a, yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be and it's very good. It's very good, but unfortunately, I can no longer take it out because all the back is shattered <laughs> on my phone. Ah. So, it's, honest to God, uh, uh, yeah, do you see what I mean. So I kind of take it out. So it's just in there permanently. <laughs> so I, I uh, yeah, because I, I had I thought,
1: oh, <laughs> oh no. So the case it's is holding a, it great together. It's a shaker, right? Hey, Basically, God.
2: yeah. So the case is excellent. However,
1: the glass on the back of my phone is not. It looks like a ram raid. <laughs> Do you remember King? We had that yeah. director Dick, <laughs> a.k.a. Richard, yeah. that was he was super clumsy, <laughs> and it was a time when iPads first came out, and he started using an iPad as a monitor and and the cameraman was you know camera people they get very excited with new tech and they want to show it off and they, there's a lot of one-upmanship in the camera world so using the iPad as a monitor with wireless <laughs> streaming was like huge so anyway the cameraman Roger Roger and Dick and Roger, Roger, Roger gave Dick, Dick.
0: this
1: yeah but we were on a gondola in Venice do you remember Kingy and Dick's there the other end. We, 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 we were there <laughs> being being very we were there for about an hour the gondola is behind us <laughs> We're trying not to sing the Cornetto song to irritate everybody. Dick's there with his <laughs> iPad, the cameraman, whoops, in the Grand Canal, goes the iPad. Oh, oh and Roger went bonkers, uh, didn't he? So then Roger Roger, <laughs> Roger, made the BBC buy him a new iPad, which is very expensive at the time, comes back and Dick left it, he got it again, and he left it on a quayside somewhere, we went out on a fishing boat, and he just left it on a quayside, which was gold, so oh, Dick no! was just, just extraordinary. So he went after that <laughs> it was it was back to having a telly <laughs> strung round his neck <laughs> So you know what uh,
2: and as well the way that the way that Dick used to talk He would go oh oh. Uh, oh, oh, oh uh, 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 well I have no idea where and you go? Well, I suggest that you find it pretty quick, like, dude, because Roger Laxton's going to take your head off your shoulders. And he's going, yes, I know, but I've got no idea. Have you seen it, Dave? And like, Dave. Dave's like, no. <laughs> I've been on a flaming
1: fishing boat for six hours. No. What have you been looking at? He's hilarious.
0: Sounds like you get on quite well with Lydia.
1: Yeah, maybe there is something about yes. people who are kind of accident-prone that that they you know maybe it's a problem she needs to address either with more protection for her phone or stop being so blooming clumsy
0: yeah yeah
2: or she might have dyspraxia that sometimes manifests itself in like you know it's like you know clumsiness does it? yeah oh, okay yeah. yeah yeah motor skills <laughs> I know loads of people without them mostly with, when they've got my gear in their hands yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, i think it is a bit but i feel it's a bit about um does she care enough i've mentioned that her joe is more she's scared of her reaction or joe's reaction purely because it's another incident and maybe she just doesn't understand why she doesn't care enough to look after something that's so expensive and you know you've got to respect what your, your material possessions when they cost money i think maybe that's it and that's the no
2: right. that that's true but but you know I mean, you shouldn't be scared. Like. No, no should not be have scared. The re- reaction—that's a bit over the top.
3: Well, let's uh, ah. let's uh, let's wrap it up for um, Lydia here. Let's uh, let's get one piece of advice from each of you, and we'll start with you, Posh What would you uh, your one piece of advice be?
0: Yeah, don't be scared of it. I'd say it like it is, but I think maybe take a bit more care going forward of where you keep things. Like me, go and get put your phone down a bit more often. Maybe don't have it everywhere, and get yourself a case just like Dave's got.
3: Uncle Dave. Or just
1: get yourself a bulletproof case, anything as clumsy as you like. Drop it down the loo. Do what you like. They are out there on the market. Uncle Si. Stop being so sackless and take care (laughs) of it. Beautiful. This week, the Hairy Bikers' Agony Uncles is brought to you by Manscaped. That's Manscaped, not landscapes. It's the best in below-the-waist men's grooming. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, if you haven't
2: heard of Manscaped, this product are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, in fact, Manscapes performance package, oh yes, is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, if you would like.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscapes, And we've got an exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free postage worldwide with the code hairybikers at manscaped.com. Bit of a paradox there, isn't it, really? It should be the not-so-hairy bikers, especially, you know, downstairs. Groomed, dude, groomed. Uh,
2: Manscaped make ideal Christmas presents, and with 20% off, As our Dave has just said,
1: the performance package four will make a great gift. Right, now, inside this package, it's a box of treasures. You'll find their lawnmower number four trimmer, It's brilliant, actually. It does work on your beard as well. But just don't tell other people if you do their beard. Oh, Tasha's got one too. I have? Oh, no, don't. I won't be able to sleep at night. (laughs) You'll find the Lawn Mower 4 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Beautiful. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. So...
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, look, let's be honest. Listen, shaving your nudgers, as we well know from bitter experience, can be a risky business. And while it's nice for a bloke to feel all clean and shaven down there, the lawnmower four is the answer to reducing accidents. And I
1: have to say, I agree entirely. Yeah, there'll be no nicks in your knickers. Now... If you order this performance package for from Manscaped, you can also get the Weed Whacker. That's a nose and ear trimmer, which as you get older is very useful. And it's waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which help reduce
3: nicks, snags and dugs on your delicate nose holes. I said nose holes. I can vouch for the Weed Whacker. It's a fine thing. It's good. I mean, uh, for some reason, my nose has decided to grow more hair than anywhere else in my body. And this is a fine thing to, to manage it. So go for it.
1: So go on lads and lasses,
3: get Manscaped. Get 20% off and
1: free shipping with the code HairyBikers at Manscaped.com That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com Use the code HairyBikers Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.